Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2023 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and get your favorite drinks delivered today. This is Jordan, Jake, and David, and we're them evils, and you're listening to Cobras and Fire. Rock's not dead. It's hiding. And you found it. You're tuned to the Cobras and Fire Podcast Network. Good job. Life's the same, I'm moving in stereo. Life's the same, except for my shoes. you took a second to tune in because we have got a lot of fun stuff going on today. I have a chat with some guys out of California. They're called Them Evils. We talk about Kanye West, the weather in Minnesota, and we might get around to actually talking about their band too. In addition to that, I am joined by Josh Toomey, the host of the Talk To Me podcast, and we share our thoughts on this year's Rock, Hall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Of course, we don't want to let any of them in because... Fuck that, right? But before we get into that, why don't we check out a track from this band, Them Evils. This is the first song off their current EP. It's called Untold. Yeah. 
Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco. Uh, Luz Cannon is still on sabbatical. So today we have a special guest from Talk To Me. Of course, Joshua Toomey. Toomey, how you doing? Well, I'm doing well, Baco. How are you out there? Oh, you know, it's uh, it's nice and warm here for uh, uh, Minnesota in December anyway, so I think I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, we've got to thank Al Gore and all that uh, global warming for all that. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. Hey, thanks, Al. And the, <laughs> and internet. the internet. Hey, <laughs> two points. Nice. Oh, man. So how are things been going over on uh, Talk To Me? You've been busy as hell. You, who won't you interview? But, uh, man, I don't know. Like, uh, It's funny. I just had Chris Aiken of that uh, the classic metal show on. Uh, so far, so good. You know, Looking that, forward that to that episode. one. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. That guy can talk. Yeah. Give him a subject, and he'll uh, he'll talk your head off. It was a it was a podcaster's dream to have him on. And then uh, last week, and on opinions the, on the pod- too. He's got a lot of them. Some of them I agree, some don't. <laughs> but uh, he keeps it moving. Well, that's what you, yeah, that's what you have to have. Of course, um, I I can I can tell my fan base or my listenership, not necessarily fan base, but I can tell my listenership did not care too much for the ex member of the Cottonmouth Kings that I had on, judging by the download numbers, but. Uh, but yeah, lately, man, it's been a lot of <laughs> lot of good lot of good episodes, uh, you know. Uh. But uh, today, why don't we? Uh, well, I'll talk. I'll share what we're going to talk about. Of course, we're, we're close to the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame uh, induction nominees, uh, like the the actual finalists, the people that will get in to be announced. Hopefully, this episode goes up before that. No, which I think it will. They pushed back voting two weeks because something was goofy with the online glitches or something. But have you had a chance to look over the nominees for this year? Yeah, I've looked over the list, and and the one thing with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is it's it's such a hard, you know, it's got rock and roll and then title, but it's not necessarily a yeah. an actual just guitars and drums and bass kind of kind of Hall of Fame. So, how, how do you feel about that? What do what do you think it should be? I mean, you're okay with how they do it, or you think they should? dial it back kick a few people out <laughs> <laughs> well i like that they they honor the heritage and they go back and you know every once in a while they'll they'll uh, get in those like 40s 50s 60s guys that you may or may not have ever heard of mm-hmm. but may or may or may not have had a stamp uh on on music going forward and creating the rock and roll that we know uh, as today but then you know now they've got you know artists coming in like uh, like NWA and stuff like that. But you know you you listen to I believe it was Ice Cube in his speech about it. You know he was like you know NWA was rock and roll when they you know the spirit of rock and roll was there. So it's it's hard to define what they want. You know there's a spirit of rock and roll which I understand, but mm-hmm. there's also like a uh, what I consider rock and roll is uh, another another thing too, which is you know guitars, bass, drums, and singing. But you know now we're we're the next for the next how many ever years we're just going to be in a, in a crazy place that's going to have laptops and and all kinds of stuff going into it so i think they've opened the floodgates letting a band like uh or a group like nwa in yeah i mean and they weren't even the first rap group uh well sugarland gang or what i'm just um i mean the rap sugar hill gang sugar hill gang yeah they uh they <laughs> they get all they sample all their music from rock bands so i guess they're yeah that's one way to, right. to look at it. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a little torn. I mean, the toothpaste out of the tube, you can't get, you can't really go back. If you're going to let rap in, I guess I'm okay with NWA getting in. You know, I, I'm definitely not knowledgeable enough about it to say they don't belong or do belong. But it seems to me it's a lot like um, a rap hall of fame would never include all these people. And it seems like the one thing about rock music in general is that every genre of music 
always goes to it for the things it wants to steal to sound fresh. I mean, you got, uh, what's that fucking country jackass, Eric Church using the metal horns? <laughs> I mean, you, you don't see fucking, you know, people who want to be rock stars or metalheads, like, trying to, like, soften it up and be more country to be cool. You know, it's like... It's, it, Get your if you want to be a fucking rock star, be in a rock band. You know, if you want to be a rap star, rap. I just I don't understand why you can't separate these things. Why they have to all be included in in my world, especially you know you know growing up, it wasn't exactly the most accepted group of people on the planet. And now you got Taylor Swift or fucking dipshits like Kim Kardashian walking around in crocus t-shirts. <laughs> you know, it's like absolutely. And the one thing. Growing up too, you know, I grew up listening to Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, all the the heavy metal, and and growing up in that uh, thrash metal phase. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for a lot of those bands, you know, uh, Metallica not included in that, but I mean, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for a lot of those bands is probably not in the cards either. And so as a kid, you know, growing up, I didn't really care too much if sure. Tom Petty was going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was just, you know, as as I'm sure fans of NWA. Could have cared less if NWA ever got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, so so it's technically you know maybe not even uh, for my music either. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird place. But I I think you can draw a straighter line between, say, I don't know, um, Elton John and Metallica than you can between even either of those artists, Metallica, Elton John, and rap music. (laughs) You know, but. We're going to, for the sake of today, we're just going to, it's all in there. If they've been nominated, they they fit the criteria. We don't need to solve that, I guess. Right. All right, well, let's run down it. Um, I'll, uh, I'll uh, kick most of these to you, and I'll share my thoughts. What do you think about Bad Brains? See, that's one of those. That's a band that I I think should be in. You know, no no questions asked. But being in that it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, they're kind of a standout band that. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they would ever actually make it in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like I think, I think they will. In all honesty, I think they will maybe eventually. And I think it's amazing that a band like that has been nominated. Well, I, I'm I'm with you. I I kind of I'm rooting for them. Um, so it's kind of a two part thing. One, it doesn't sound like you think they will get in, but and two, it, it thinks you you think they should, right? I think they should. I just don't think they will. I think that they're they're a band that's. Obviously, tons and tons of bands that came out after them uh, wanted to be the Bad Brains, and they're one of those bands that uh, so many people look up to, but they're not necessarily a, a rock and roll Hall of Fame band to well, me. Like but, they, but the, I mean, there's so many different levels of criteria that I do blanketly accept. I mean, there's there's just flat-out success, there's influence, and then there's you know originality as far as like how you changed something. And, and they're clearly not going to get in there because of all the platinum records they got or their years of, you know, you know, as a band, but they're definitely getting in. I mean, I don't, they, they, I think they belong for their, 
both their creativity and their influence. Absolutely. And I'm rooting for them. And, uh, you know, I have, if they get, you know, obviously if they get in, I have no issue with that. I just don't think that the voters will vote them in. Shaka Khan. No. Yeah, me either. <laughs> we don't need to get into that one too much, right? But just for the fact that I can only think of the. Chaka, 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 chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Yeah. I think that's all, that's <laughs> all I can think of. And it's it a fucking around. Prince tune. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, this next one uh, I do have a bit of a pecking point with, but I'm going to let you lead because you are the guest. Uh, I don't, is it chick or chic? I think it's chic. Chic. Yeah. <sighs> chic. <laughs> um. Once again, I I would say no, and I think that they're haven't they been on the ballot like a ton of times, and there they just keep trying to make this one happen. Um. You know, I think that. Uh, it's Nile Rodgers is in this band, correct? Yeah. Yeah, see, I think that he should get in. I think he's been influential enough on the on the production side and the uh, you know musicianship side, but not necessarily as chic. I'd go with that, too. Um, pull him out and put him in solo because he's worked with so many people, that, not just as a producer, but as a songwriter, and, and he's had a lot of influence there. Um, now it's it's more of a behind the scenes influence, but he's had success and he's had influence. But she, other than being the one of the most sampled bands, I don't I, don't, I can't name one of their fucking songs. Off the, I mean, I'm sure I've heard it, but the eleven fucking nominations. Take the hint, okay? This is it. <laughs> if you don't get in this time, just just it's time to move on from the chic. All right, right. Uh, Depeche Mode. Reach out, touch space. Once again, highly influential. You know, I think that uh, were they? You know, I mean, I mean if you they were take kind of on the front end of, of electronica, but they weren't at the beginning, and it's almost like yeah. they were fashionable more than they were really, you know, popular or influential. I mean, I I don't hate them, but maybe the, the heroin Hall of Fame would be more. <laughs> well, if you take like, I mean, looking at this so far, if you take the Bad Brains add some Depeche Mode, you get the Deftones, you know, you get something like that. So it's, I know, I know that their influence is out there, so it's, it's hard to, hard to deny, okay. but, uh, but I, you know, I don't, I don't think Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for them at all, but I think that they're, uh, you know, have their influence. And plus you're in that, you're in that weird period of the eighties where once again, you know, what we're talking about, guitars, drums, bass, you know, this is the, the, the age of the, you know, electronic mm-hmm. pop bands. So you're, you're getting a lot of that too. So it's a very uh, a muddy criteria there. 
Do you think they'll get him? Uh, no. Me either. I'm not going to be, you know, Eddie Trunk and uh, Kiss, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, going on rants on ta- on uh, the Talk to Me podcast, which I host, uh, and, and continue to, you know, uh, state my case for Depeche Mode every week. But no, so so yeah, if they if they get in, I'm cool. going if to not, from now on. You know. That's it. My goal is to get them in. <laughs> I I have kind of given up uh, like caring that much ever since Kiss got in. That was like the last one. And I was like, eh, yeah, it was like, eh, now whatever. E-L-O. Yellow. Hard to believe this is their first nomination. I was actually about to say this is one of those like you can't believe that they're not already in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I didn't realize that this was their first nomination. That's that's crazy too. So I'm gonna go on a limb and say yes, uh, they should be in because if you know my criteria for rock and roll, uh, ELO uh, fits all those categories. Mm -hmm. You know, you you have classic songs. You know. uh, I think the ELO should be in. I can't believe that they're not already in. So, you know, maybe it's a down year and they get in. You don't know. So. You know what? I'm going to go with you on that. I was going to say no, they won't get in. But you're right. This is a pretty weak class if they're going to get, you know, they're the, I mean, the, the only trepidation is that, like, you know, it's almost like the Baseball Hall of Fame and, like, a first-year snub or something like that. So, like, right. but they've been eligible for a, since 86, it says here. So, no, I was just going to say, so ELO, we both say yes. Yep, and we're actually both predicting yes. Okay. So I'll try to keep score. <laughs> All right, the Jay Giles Band. take this one because i'm gonna go no i just i know they've been around forever and i'm I'm probably not giving them some credit they deserve but it doesn't seem like they really hit on any of it they didn't 
they had a couple hits, but they didn't have any like real long. They had one record that was gigantic, Freeze Frame, I think it was called. Um, and and they, I don't know, the singer went solo shortly after that, and it they they, they didn't really seem to have the the long term success. They, they, I don't know of any legitimate influence with them, and that's probably going to upset my spiritual guide, Rob Kern. Um, <laughs> and they they just weren't that creative or unique. Yeah, this is the one that uh, I didn't realize that they sang a certain song until like the other day, <laughs> until like you know putting two 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 and two together. Like I'd heard the what Jay Giles band, I can't even tell you right off the top of my head. But it centerfold? Was like, no, not centerfold. It was something Love else. Stinks. But it was just like, oh okay, what was that? Love stinks. <laughs> I don't. know. Did they sing both of those? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Well then, hell yeah, they should be in. No, I was kidding. <laughs> but uh, no. And of freeze frame. <laughs> no. I think maybe it's just one of those things where when you say Jay Giles band, it doesn't really ring a bell and it doesn't hit that. I, th- I think a lot of these you can just like read the name and go, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Mm-hmm. And this is one that just doesn't no, jump no, out no, to no, me no, no. <laughs> as, as, a, uh, as, a, as a yes. So I'm going to say no on the Jay Giles band. All right, which brings us to which might be a dividing rod here. Jane's Addiction. Juana's Addiction. Juanas Addiction. Um, man, this is one where, to me, you know, this puts me where I am in my, you know, I'm in my late 30s. So, you know, Jane's Addiction was one of those bands that kind of popped up in the in the in the mm-hmm. grunge era. That uh, I was never huge huge into the whole grunge era, but I love Jane's Addiction. But it's also hard for me to believe that they would ever be up for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I know that uh, you know Perry Phil's done a lot of great stuff for music, Lollapalooza. You know you can't. That's how many how many festivals over the years have been called you know Baco Palooza and mm-hmm. you know Tumi Palooza and stuff like that. So I mean obviously you're not going to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for for coming up with a term like Palooza. But uh, well, it was, uh, I think it was a, a treat that you got at a, a restaurant called Bridgman's, and if you ate the whole thing, they gave you a medal. Oh, nice. Well, look at that. That's why we come to the Cobras and Fire podcast for mm-hmm. all of our. And that was decades <laughs> before Lollapalooza, the festival. But we'll get keep carry on. No, I'm just saying that you know the, the first few, <laughs> the first few, you know Jane's Addiction albums are. Uh, I can throw those on at any time and listen really? to them. You know, one of my favorite favorite bands from that era. But uh, but I you know it's just hard for me to say that they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean you know it it was hard for me to say. Well, I'm not going to say that, but it's just hard for me to say that a band like Jane's Addiction is go- would make it in. That's like me saying that Mud Honey is going to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, that's it's that's what that's how crazy that sounds to me. Okay, um, I don't think they belong in, um, but I I don't know that I, I fairly take into account people like yourself that that actually kind of look to them and 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 can listen to those records. I tried, I really did. I I became a bit of a Jane's Addiction fan for a while, but at a certain point I started to realize this is more fashionable than it is good. Uh <laughs> it, it just seemed to be kind of a cool band to like. Uh I did write write a note about the Lollapalooza tour cuz I think that was hugely influential. Um you know, it, it, I mean there really weren't festivals in the United States at the time and 
and to to see the way it is now where they're fucking everywhere and we're almost like Europe now we where we have like a, a fairly good stronghold on places to go pay a lot of money and buy nine dollar slices of pizza and eight dollar cups of beer and, and enjoy some good music you know uh and it wasn't that way when, when they started so that kind of matters to me a little bit but just them musically for me my taste and and maybe it's just a bias but i just say no no and no you know what? I actually think they might get in this year. I'm sorry. I didn't really say that very good because I said no and no, but no. <laughs> I think this is one band I think is going to get in this year. That actually, this talking about this band actually made me think of a snub. I'm going to write this one down so I don't uh, forget it. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, stick around, ladies and gentlemen. We got snubs coming up. All right. Let's move on to Janet Jackson. I'm going to say a no on Janet Jackson. Me too. I, you know, if you let Janet Jackson in, you gotta let like Paula Abdul in. So that's where I see that one. <laughs> Good enough. So it's who knows. Um, Joan Baez, I couldn't believe she wasn't already really in. And actually, the bigger thing is that, and I don't know anything about her other than I've heard her name my entire life. You know, she just seemed like one of those people that were pretty much put in when they opened the damn thing. Uh, <laughs> right. She's this is her first nomination, so maybe she sucks. Yeah, I couldn't tell you a song she sings. I have no idea. Um, I'm going to say no. <laughs> yeah, me too, fucker. Yeah. If you couldn't get in by now, you don't belong in. Get behind Chic. <laughs> oh, uh, this guy Joe Tex, have you ever heard of him? No, and please tell me he is just a diamond in the rough or something, because that's the one name on this list that I never heard of my life. But uh, I, 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 uh, I did a Wikipedia search on him. I can only tell you that I want him in for one reason, is that he's got a song called Ain't Gonna Bump No More with No Big Fat Woman. Oh, yeah, he's and, in. Yeah, <laughs> so that's two yeses. <laughs> and, please edit, and please edit that in right about here. This is another one that's like, how is this band not already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Like, if that's every criteria to me is checked on Journey. Like, you know, and, and every, I don't care how silly you think Steve Perry and Journey are. I mean, you know, the, these are the songs that you sing at the bar at 3 a.m. when you're shit faced drunk, you know. This is where I get a bit elitist. Um, I like Journey, and I don't think anybody should apologize for wanting to spend money on their records or their concerts. But I arena rock in general, so for me this automatically wipes them, Sticks, Foreigner, Ario Speedwagon out. I just there's just a lack of depth to anything they do. They're just good, 
You know what I mean? But they're not really driven by anything. They really didn't influence anything other than how big of a arena you can play. I just, no, no. I mean, Bon Jovi's the closest to those bands that, that I would probably make an argument to put in. And, and even I think they're on the fence, but fuck, I don't know. I don't see how you can see how you see Journey not being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like it, it, when you're talking about just some of the great uh, Don't Stop Believing, all those great songs, just, you know. I could actually uh, fairly convincingly make an argument, whether you believe it or not, but I could make a solid argument that they are a one-hit band at this point. Now, we both know they've got probably, what, 15 top 10 hits? And, yeah. And if you go to people who are fans of Journey, they, they know more than that, and they get deep. But really, I mean, frankly, their success came when they sold out. You know, I mean, it's almost like, it, you know, like a band like Metallica gets called to sell out because they grow. These guys change too, be, be, have a career. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I, I don't go back to the early, early Journey records pre-Steve Perry, mm-hmm. you know, where they're, where they're the prog rock band with no vocalists and all that <laughs> stuff. And but uh, you know, so, so, yeah, so they did sell out. They did, uh, you know, find the singer and, and start writing, you know, Amazing pop rock singer, songs, by the but, way. I'd one of the top 10 singers but there's all this again goes kind of what we talked about at the beginning there are different hall of fames you can have there is a singer or there's a songwriter hall of fame and if they're not in that that's a fucking crime but to me the rock and roll hall of fame they they just ah. yeah this is one of those that uh you know if journey doesn't get in elo elo gets in i say that either journey or elo gets in but not both how about that yeah i'm with you i think uh, elo gets in journey might eventually knock it down but i don't think this year craft work what do you think of that i know how influential they are and this one this is one of those that kind of come out of left field too that aren't uh you know this doesn't necessarily fall under the drums bass guitar category but I know that um, you know they they basically uh, influenced an entire genre of music. You Depeche know, being the, 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 yeah, the all that stuff that moved into you know ministry and all the, all the metal bands too. Mm, they yeah, you know, always point. all all go back to craft work. So you know this this definitely gets the you know inspiration uh, check mark. Um, I don't know. Obviously, weren't hugely successful or uh, you know all that stuff. But I mean, I think that I think craft work is another one of those bands that if they get in. Uh, I definitely wouldn't bat an eye at it, and I think that they're they get definitely get in on the uh, influential side. I think they're going in. I really do. Wow, that's about the most uh, st- you know stern you've been about any of these so far. For sure, yeah. <laughs> for whatever, I just got a feeling on them. So, uh, and as as I do the next band, I don't know much about them, but I I just got a feeling they're going in, and, that, and that's MC Five. Get off the jams, motherfucker! Yes. Yeah, another one of those bands that, to me, you know, kick out the jams. I mean, how they know that song alone should be, you know, they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But, uh, but another one of those bands too that you know, if you would have told me that the MC5 were already in, you know, I'd be like, yeah, they're already in. Yeah, actually, I I was a little surprised they weren't. 
So um, a yes for me on the MC5. All right. Uh, Pearl Jam. I admit it. Oh, man, this is one of mine that I think that, yes, they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, I think that they were, along with the Nirvanas of the world, I think those two bands, you know, if Nirvana's in, Pearl Jam should be in. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, this is where my age might come into play a little bit, too. But, you know, I was 11 or 12, you know, watching MTV when uh, Jeremy and Alive and all that stuff was coming up. And Even Flow. It, it, What's that? I just said even flow. Oh yeah, even flow. All those, you know, the the songs off at of ten, and uh, the first two, first two Pearl Jam albums. Uh, you know, I was uh, you know I was one of the kids that bought ten. I don't think I got into Vitality. Was it Vitology? Uh, I almost said Vitality like Dick Vital, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Vitology. Yeah, I don't think I got into Vitology as much as some of my other friends. But uh, as as for um, you know, success, influence, and, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, game changer, I, I think that they should be in. I'm with you. I think it's, uh, I, I think it might even be a slam dunk. Um, yeah. So I, I think they're going to get into. Okay. Good enough. Um, Steppenwolf. I like smoking lightning. Every metal thunder. with the This is a, this this is my the band on here that, that kind of baffles me. Um, you know, you've got uh, a couple of great songs, "Magic Carpet Ride," and uh, what is it, "Born to Be Wild." Yep. You know, a couple of staples of music, but they're they're kind of what I think what you were saying about Journey, where I think they're kind of a one hit wonder mm-hmm. band. Um, you know, they they get credit for saying "Heavy Metal Thunder." Uh, you know, like the Pro Football Hall of Fame where they do like the five main people and then they put in like the Veterans Committee might put in like a old yeah, dude okay. that you never heard of. You know, like a, like an old safety from the, you know, the, the Acme Packers, you know, like uh, something like that. But, but uh, you know, I can see them maybe getting in on like a Veterans Committee, but I don't see them just getting we're, in. We're uh, saving that uh, vote for Joe Tex, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. 
I'm, I'm saying like you know Joe Tex is the Veterans Committee now. Steppenwolf <laughs> okay, is like next year, year Steppenwolf gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of uh, Fame in like you know 2052. But you know I I just I think too many people can relate to exposure to their music through commercials, uh, and I they are too. I, I look I know they have more songs and people can call me on my cell phone and tell me about Pusher Man. This is a fucking two song band that fell apart and fought and yelled at each other. They they had like one or two albums. I just it. Yeah, here's two people that had much more success and almost in, in a, as a parallel to show you Billy Squire and Eddie Money later in the 70s would destroy these guys as far as like, you know, continued success, long careers, a bunch of hits spread over time. And I don't think anybody's rushing to put either one of those guys in. And I would put these Steppenwolf behind them. And I'm if you if you gave me time, I could dig deeper. But those are the two that came to the top of my head. So we're both going no. I don't even think there there's a chance they get in. Do you? No, not at all. All right. Well, we'll see. All right, the cars. Yes, on the cars. I, I, I think that they're another one of those bands that we kind of talk about in the '80s. They had a, they had a, you know, very influential band. They're almost like rat of to, pop music. They're kind of forgotten now. Yeah, exactly. Like I think they're, 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 they're to the, the police what rat is to Motley Crue. Wow, that you're hurting my head, Baco. <laughs> as far as how the, re, the popularity, like we all you remember not, the police. We all remember. You did not say. That there was going to be any math in this. Oh, gotcha. All right, fair enough. I thought you were going <laughs> somewhere else. Carry on. No, no, no. No, the cars, I think, you know, when you, when you go back and listen to the cars, and I think if you break them down, you know, Rick Ocasek can write the hell out of a song, out of a catchy little tune. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, his, his influence is probably still heard today. Like, if you go back and listen to the cars, they sound they they actually still sound pretty current, which is kind of odd. Yeah. And sometimes when they come on the radio, you're like, oh wow, the cars. Like, you know, but yeah, you do kind of forget about them. And I think that they're kind of one of the bands that maybe uh, could could uh, benefit from being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And they were and, you huge. Know, rock and Roll Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, the Cars. You know, because I'm you know you and I were in music around the same time. And you know when he when he produced that first Weezer album, mm, yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, like that—that's that was such a such an amazing album and one of my favorite albums of all time. So I mean, you've got that side of it too, where he's, you know his production, and then also the cars are so good. And then you know there there was a time where you know you wanted uh, Rico Kasich to be a part of your production team. So I, I every you made basically my my case for me, and I'm also I'm going to say I think they get into. In case anybody's wondering, we have no influence on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet. Not yet. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a podcast wing in ten years, and we'll uh, we'll be in charge of that. Right. We'll 
there'll be a podcast wing of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and we'll be there for Chris Sinzak when he's given his his acceptance speech. Yes, and and we'll be <laughs> his rat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Way to go, Someone, Chris! Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, the zombies. Uh, Do you know anything about these guys? This is one that I, you know, if it was the white zombies, I would say yes, they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of yes. Fame. But uh, uh, the zombies, man, I know that it's one of those. I'm gonna lose all my street cred from not knowing their hit, but I know that they've had time some of hits the season. That... Or she's okay. not there. All right. So I always remember. I, I, if I if I remember correctly, this was one of those bands where the band name didn't live up to the band. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was the '60s, want... so and yeah. I think people uh, zombies came from Haiti back then. Wow, this is this is like a history lesson. History mm. with Baco. I like it. Um, so yeah, it's one of those. It's another one of those that kind of would fall into the category of if they were already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it it, it wouldn't surprise me. But uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know enough about them to to say yay or nay. Well, a member of the band was uh, Rod Ar- Rod Argent, and he went on to form a band Argent, who had a. Uh, God, what the fuck was it? See, now you got me thinking. Um, but maybe him because he kind of had a long career dicking around in in music. But uh, honestly, this is just this is a, a one hit wonder kind of band. It'd be like putting in Belinda Carlisle, but not the Go Go's. Right. Anyway, nice. Tupac Shakur. Yeah, yeah. Bought a little liquor for your homies, nigga. I'm not saying that. This one to my nigga Mike Cruz. I started young, kicking dust, man. Living up, you watch your mouth around my mama, you couldn't cuss, man. I had a down ass over yo. We had the streets and on the scene at the age of 14. Oh, I'm back to nine in my nigga, back to 45. We're drinking for his little shorts, living during the lives. You couldn't stop us, my hands are on the block, fuck the coppers. Hanging on the box, slanging rocks and every box. I couldn't fuck with the school life, I was a fool. This was kind of what I was talking about earlier. I mean, you, if you've let NWA in, you have to let Tupac in. Like Agreed. I think the Tupac, uh, you know, just just for that style, for the you know what he did with Death Row and what he did uh, even Digital Underground and and yeah, before all Death of that Row stuff. Too, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm not. Uh, this is one of those where you know I am not a I am not a huge Tupac fan. I could not uh, rap along with Tupac unless it was California Love. But even that man, what he's what he does on the song California Love is. Uh, he was a very impressive uh, uh, rapper, and uh, you know, sound as white as possible by saying that. But uh, but yeah, the stuff that he could do, uh, very very intelligent uh, rapping. And uh, you remember when he had a ball shut off, shut off in Philadelphia somewhere, one of his testicles, and he <laughs> tried to get out of the hospital because he thought they were going to kill him. <laughs> no, I, I never heard that story. Yeah, yeah so, I, that's as deep so, as yes, I can he could get into it. Yeah, so he died with one nut. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> he lost he both. Dead? I don't remember the whole story. And oh, so we both are cool. I think he's getting in too. By the way, uh, yeah, I think he'll get in. I think if it just comes back to the you know the, the what what did you say earlier the toothpaste out of the tube yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. I think mean, you let you know NWA in. You've got to let Tupac in. I Definitely. think that he's he's uh, as good, if not. I I I could almost say I enjoy Tupac stuff more than I did NWA stuff. So. All right, so last band on the nominees is Yes. Yes. 
another one of those that if, you know how are they not already in <laughs> yeah i suppose um, you know and this is not my wheelhouse at all like i, I worked with a guy that would talk to me about yes all the time <laughs> and it was like his favorite band that sounds ever. horrible <laughs> so so i mean i know how much they mean to at least one person yeah uh so but yeah i mean you know furs the the respect value and all that stuff i think they should be in but you know once again not in my wheelhouse enough to you know uh, go on to a nationally renowned podcast and give my opinion of yes um <laughs> uh, yeah i'm with you i don't think they're getting in but i think it, just fucking put them in just do the thing that that's what they did with kiss it's just like ah, just just fucking go in just don't bring it up anymore <laughs> right uh, all right so now we're on to the final act we are each going to pick three bands that if we were running the rock and roll hall of fame would be in today and uh i'm gonna ha- let you have the first pick all right, I'll go with who I wrote down as we were talking. When we were talking about Jane's Addiction, the one band that came, stood out to me as influential, uh, wrote great songs, and uh, you know just influenced an entire generation of artists. And I think that's going to be Faith No More. I think Faith No More is one of those bands that's, uh, you know, I, I don't. Are we going with eligibility or are they eligible? No, now? no, we're I, just we're saying we're in charge. Bucket. Okay. And they have to right, be at so, this point, right? I mean, it's eighty nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, so you know, Faith No More to me is a band that's you know influential, you know, successful, and uh, you know, guitarist, bass, drums, and you know, like it or not, they they influence an entire generation of new metal kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, but they also they also just you know like they it wrote or not. some great songs. <laughs> yeah. You know, Angel Dust from beginning to end is a great album. The Real Thing's a great album. I'm a huge fan of King for a Day, Fool for a Lifetime. You know, I thought their new lot, record was pretty good. A lot of great stuff. Yeah, a lot of great stuff, man. So you can't. Uh, to me, Faith No More has to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All right, so off to me. Um, I well, we we talked about this. Is not going to surprise you, but I'm going to pick the Misfits. <laughs>
Rock and Roll Hall of Fame seems to have done. I've, I've heard them comment like, does Kiss really need to get in because they already got Alice Cooper and with Metallica in, they kind of got thrash covered. Why you don't do that with other, the more you know bland genres? Why is it with these kind of the ones that you can pigeonhole and, and hate from a distance that it's good enough to have one? It's like a it's like a country club allowing one black person to join and then saying, <laughs> "See, we're, we're we're not racist." Uh so but. And and I'm sorry, the Sex Pistols are the fuck to to punk music. What a boy band is, you know what I mean? They were manufactured, they were slapped together. They weren't really a band, and they didn't last. And, and I actually like their record. Uh, never mind the bollocks. I know there's some other recordings drifting around out there, but I, 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 there's a handful that I was picking from because I think you could also talk, you know, uh, you know, oh, shit, uh, like J- Jody Foster's Army, uh, Dead Kennedys. Uh, stuff like mm-hmm. that from the, this era, Black Flag. You know, even suicidal kind of was very. But th- they're all, they should almost go in for their influence on crossover. But I went with the Misfits just because they're probably my favorite. And but you know, I almost thought about separating Danzig out. But no, this is his. This is his pinnacle of of contribution to rock music. I think. Yeah, I think if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go Misfits, I don't think you can take. I don't think Danzig standalone Danzig would ever get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but I think you can maybe lump Danzig's career in with the Misfits That's and what get I him in that way. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like I think, put just him in, but because the Misfits had, I mean, he was the, the creative force behind the Misfits, no doubt, but, you know, he also, you know, Sam Hain was, was very, you know, you, you know, different like he just shifted gears and and for you know from uh misfits to samhain to danzig he seemed to be at at the at the front of whatever he was doing not so much after that but yeah i decided that the misfits were at the core his best contribution and and just put the whole band and and put them all in fuck it just if you were in the (laughs) i know they've had a lot of different drummers and guitar players but uh just get everybody in there and fucking you know play some fucking one and a half minute songs yeah it's amazing i i you know i'm i'm a huge misfits fan and when you uh said this to me earlier i was like wow that's that's definitely a band that you would never think that would be they would be even be uh nominated for the rock and roll hall of fame but you know i think that it, i think that their contribution to so many genres to punk to metal to emo to screamo to you know all, all yeah. these like different different genres i mean you know if it weren't the were diy no- thing i mean they, they were i don't know if they were the first but just how much that ended up affecting you know startup bands of any type of rock yeah, and then you you know not to not to be too image conscious, but I mean that the Misfits logo is, oh, yeah. you know, absolutely. You know how many people have ripped that off. And then you, another thing too, I mean, getting into the music of the Misfits, when you hear a, a band cover a Misfits song, and they do it with awesome production, mm-hmm. and you can actually hear like everything going on that they the the songs that were the way they were <laughs> written, maybe not how they were performed, but uh, you know there's so many catchy songs, and it's it's, it's crazy that they're. You know, minute and a half songs, but they're they've lasted this long. And I got to see the Misfits at Riot yeah. Fest a few months ago, and you know, I almost shed a tear. They played like thirty songs in their little in their uh, in their in set. It was minutes. it was insane. <laughs> yeah, thirty songs, thirty minutes, and get out. Uh, well, back to you, my friend. Uh, what does Talk to Me want to dump into the Hall of Fame next? I'm gonna go with uh, actually. You mentioned this guy earlier, but this was gonna be my dark horse. I wasn't gonna tell you about, but uh, I think the Bon Jovi. I think John Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Shot to the heart, and you're too late, darling. You give love a bad name. 
when you're uh when, when you're just like kind of feeling a little sluggish what bon jovi tune do you put on to you know just oh, it's gotta turn be, your mood around oh bad medicine you know you can't anything off new jersey slippery when wets you know you can't can't go wrong but uh, the you correct know, answer was you give love a bad name shut up Thanks for playing. Now carry on. What? Uh, yeah, Bon Jovi. <laughs> because this, to me, and this was another one of those. I can't believe they haven't even been nominated. Um, th- I, when I first heard that Bon Jovi was was is you know uh, never been nominated, not even on the list of bands trying to get in. I, I think that they, you know, for as as arena hair metal that he was, I think that they, uh, you know. I think that he wrote some amazing songs. Mm-hmm. I think that you know, going through the late '80s, early '90s, uh, you know, you couldn't have uh, had a bigger metal band. And I'll, I'll I'll give you a quick story. And I think this is very. I'll, I'll never forget this. I was probably seven or eight years old, and we drove past a uh, uh, hair salon, and it said Bon Jovi hairdos forty dollars on their sign out front and i was like wow that's that's when you know you've made it when uh when the hair salon has bon jovi hairstyles 40 bucks but i think that you know his contribution to music i think his contribution to uh to arena football yeah arena football i think that his contribution to when he owns the tennessee titans i think is going to be great um (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't easy being bon jovi in the 90s and they did okay you know what i mean and then they kind of rebounded late in the 90s early 2000s and Yes, and John Bon Jovi is an American treasure. <laughs> I, I waffled on my next pick a little bit. Um, while we were talking, I decided to uh, oh, stick to my backyard a little bit and give some love to The Replacement. undeniable and it, it, again more of an influence thing than a success uh they're also one of the most interesting bands of all time their book the trouble boys that came out earlier this year is one of the best rock biographies i've ever written or written yeah that i ever wrote 
Sorry, Bill. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't remember the author's name. Sorry, uh, but no, uh, that I ever read it. It was it, I, I burned through the thing, you know, very quick. But just a great band, a lot of really good songs, uh, and a, a ton of great stories. So they're my pick. Any thoughts on the replacements? I have zero thoughts on the replacements. All right. Well, b- before we kick it back to you then since you have nothing to say about the replacements uh i wanted to give you the last pick so i'm just going to give you mine real quick um and since the rock and roll hall of fame um is has made a very specific point about having only one band from genres they hate representing uh motley crew The whole sunset, 80s hair metal, whatever you want to call that stuff. Uh, they are the biggest. They are the baddest. They, they Their reputation, you know, all this stuff. They, they, they hit every... They were copied from the moment they started selling records by all the bands that they were touring with. You know what I mean? We typically think of influences like, yeah, when I was 10, I listened to them, and now I'm in my 20s, you know? But they were influencing <laughs> the people they were, you know, hanging out with. So... Uh, I I like Motley Crue, and I I I think there's a sliver of a shot they get in. I I think they might be the only one from that era, though. Yeah, I think Motley Crue is definitely another one that should be in. Uh, eventually, I'm not sure how long it'll take for a band like that to get in. Uh, you know, you have a lot of uh, bands of that era that you know wrote a couple of good songs, had a couple of hits. But I think you know Motley Crue's longevity. Um, you know they were still selling out arenas on this uh, "quote unquote" farewell tour, last you know uh, what mm-hmm. was it retirement tour kind of thing. Yeah. So I mean you've got you've got the longevity. You've got the 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 you know loud loud amps in the face. You know box checked. You've got the uh, out there for you too. So I mean you've got all all the boxes checked. You know ten times over. And even through the you know the the mid '90s when when all of the hair metal was kind of going away. Uh, you know, they did the John Karabi album, which, you know, in retrospect is actually a pretty decent album. Amazing. Um, but, you know, they stayed, they stayed, uh, you know, they somehow stayed relevant, even, you know, even if it's a, a sex tape that's going to keep you relevant. But I mean, people were still talking <laughs> uh, about the, uh, you know, Motley Tommy's Crue in penis, the mid, mid to late 90s. Tommy's penis is the reason 
<laughs> that they were able to have the longevity they did. I, I fucking believe that. To, I mean, when he fucking slammed that thing on the boat horn, suddenly <laughs> people remembered who Motley Crue was. And suddenly they Heck were... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Thank God for Tommy's dong. All right, well, um, that was a lot of fun talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why don't we... Uh, do you, well, if you had just a minute, Josh, I know you spoke to a band that may be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 25 years, uh, but you, I, I talked to him just last week, but I know Them Evils, you, you had a chance to meet with them at Louder Than Life. Is that correct? Yeah, they were hanging out of the... Uh well, I had I had set up an interview with them, uh, kind of delved into their their uh, couple of EPs they have out, mm-hmm. watched some live videos. Um, man, they were all over Louder Than Life. They they did a like a, a night before Louder Than Life pre party. They played um, another acoustic set at one point, just somewhere uh, somewhere on the grounds. Um, they opened up the like the third stage on the on the second day. Um, I went up there with uh, with Mike from the Off Our Meds podcast and Hi, Eric Mike. from Off Our Meds. Hi, Mike and Eric. But uh, we, we headed up there. We actually got up there early enough to where we uh, saw their set. Uh, great set. But they were hanging around the, um, you know, they were hanging around the media tent uh, pretty much both days. And uh, so, you know, basically by the end of the second day, we were uh, fast friends with the, with the uh, Them Evils guys. They're fun guys, man. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. It would be a lot of fun to... Um, after I did that interview with them, if you were to sit down and do like a good 30, 45 minutes actual oh, podcast. Oh, 30, 35 bong hits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, they had a great sense of humor. Um, Hopefully these guys will be back, you know, kind of maybe doing another uh, opening slot on a bigger tour or something. Or Northern Invasion lineup hasn't been announced maybe for that. But uh, I would definitely like to, to sit and hang with them a little bit and kind of to vibe a little longer. But uh, the interview you're about to hear is pretty fun. It's it's nothing. Um, it's 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 not uh, the the earth shattering uh, um, sense of that with Bobaflex where we break the news that uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park should be remade. Absolutely, I'm looking forward to hear this interview. <laughs> All right, and um, any final thoughts? How can we find out where Talk to Me is downloadable, streamable? Uh, you can find Talk to Me on all of your fine podcast apps, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast Addict. Um, to Me is my last name. It's T O O M E Y, so it's not like it's not a Kiss reference. Like I've had a Talk couple of people me. ask me. <laughs> uh, obviously, you know, finding all of your your great podcast sites, uh, Facebook's uh, facebook.com slash Talk to Me Talk, uh, Twitter's at Talk to Me Talk. Always send me an email if you guys want to Talk to Me Talk at gmail.com. Um, and uh, hopefully I'll hear from you guys soon. Hello. How are you? I'm well. Why don't you guys uh, just really quick introduce who you are. This is Them Evils, but give us your names. Uh, I'm David, and I play drums. I'm Jake, and I play bass. I'm Jordan, I play guitar and sing. Do you guys have like an internal battle about uh, uh, being one musician and two non? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, that was a joke. Just trying to break that. Yeah. I mean, it was a bad <laughs> one, but uh, we gotta go clean the toilets. Oh to yeah. Oh, it's one. Of, oh, because he's a singer too, right? Yeah. I got that. Yeah. Oh Double boy. Whammy. Well, I uh, wouldn't be here if it wasn't for these two motherfuckers. So it's it works always. And and Vegas. I got you guys are from Las Vegas. These uh, two. Him and I are. Jordan okay. And I. We uh we grew up there and uh, we're playing in a band and then like the Vegas music scene. So we just moved to California and then that's where we met him. 
Is there much of a music scene in Vegas? That's what I was kind of curious about. Not really. It's a very trendy place as far as... Well, it's very touristy, but... It's touristy. I mean, there's a lot of music. There's a lot of musicians out there, but it's like... No one's really doing rock and roll or anything that really piques our interest, you know, so... It's a lot of... I don't want to insult anyone, but butt-rocky kind of music. Butt-rocky and... uh, It's the home of the bros. And there's a lot of electronic music, too, so... I've only been there as a tourist, so you're on the strip around Fremont. You know, I never. So I was curious if there was places worth checking out for music. Doesn't sound like it too much. Well, the Griffin backstage bar and billiards is cool. Vamped is cool. Um, they got a little. There's a lot of, a lot cool, of good venues. Shows. It's just yeah. as far as bands go, it's, there's kind of a limited yeah. amount of groups. American there. Monsters, great. Yeah, they're from that. Yeah. yeah, they're good buddies. Right on. That's about it, though. Yeah. Well, how did the name of them Evils come out? That was. Um, so my mom was driving through the city to Temecula. It's always good if it starts with my, with my yeah, mom. Yeah, right. My mom. Um, and she was texting the word <laughs> Temecula, and she obviously spelt it wrong, and then Siri autocorrected it to Them Evils. So she texted me, and she was like, hey, I got a good band name for you, Them Evils. And then she told me the story. And then at the, the story, yeah. it makes it better. Uh, Temecula? Temecula. Temecula. Turned out how she yeah, out in California. Who texts that for any? What was she texting? I don't even know what it is. I have no fucking it's, it's idea. It's a city in California. Oh, yeah. All right, really. So you're like, hey. she's passing through. So fair enough. That's Thanks pretty Temecula. cool. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Temecula. Thanks, <laughs> uh, um, so you, you got two EPs out. Is that kind of just uh, to get things growing, or is that more of um because that's the way things are kind of going now? We're seeing because you are seeing a lot more bands release yeah. EPs than full length albums. Uh, is there a full length coming soon, or? I mean, eventually, yeah. I mean, for us, it's we're. We're doing everything on our own right now. We're not mm-hmm. backed by a label or anything. So, like, financially, it's a lot easier to release four songs than ten songs, you know? And sure. We'd, we'd much rather do a full length, but for where we are right now, I feel like it's been smarter to just release a short, a little batch of songs, milk that as much as we can, then when people start wanting more, we'll, you know, release another batch of songs. It just, at least to keep momentum going until we're able to push a full length. Which nice. we would love to do is so we're gonna record right after this tour, and basically this one with pretty reckless. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So as soon as we get back, we're gonna start writing and recording. And if it's a EP, it's an EP. If it's a full length, it's a full length. So <laughs> we'll kind of just see what we come up with. Or if they're demo tapes, they're demo tapes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I cracked out on the. I think it's the newest EP quite a bit the last two days and kind of prep for this. The self title. Um. Uh, the first song. You can't get me on the titles yet. Uh, Untold. Untold. Uh, very, uh, probably not intentional. Uh, by the way, I love the song. This is uh, in case this goes. I communicate this poorly. Uh, it it's very much a perfect Kharkov uh, vodka commercial. You know those ones where the guys are getting yeah. soaking wet in like tuxedos. And <laughs> yeah. It's just the riff is like yeah. super. Just like it has it, that tonal yeah, quality. I could to see. It. It, or I could hear it in like a Van Arkey or like a fucking Cadillac or. A, yeah, you probably wouldn't turn down an offer like that, right? Oh, no. Okay, so um, I, I have a list of life missions, so I'll add that to it to get you guys a commercial for that song. So, um, if, I, if I accomplish any of it, I'll accomplish one thing. Uh, you know, one of the things I like to talk about is um, the, the revenue from streaming seems to kind of, I don't know, from my perspective and everything I've heard, it's bullshit. It's non-existing. It, we have to find a way to get more of the... Cause, you got the labels and the and like the whatever Spotify and all those, uh, they're they're both basically calling the other one a liar. 
we play a, pay you a bunch of money, and they're saying, no, we give our chunk to the artists. And, yeah. But yeah. The, the artists are the only ones that are consistent that we're not getting shit, you yeah. know? We haven't yeah. seen a Spotify check, so... Yeah. Fuck it. I mean, yeah, it's... Even big bands like Circus Survive, like, they posted a picture on Facebook, like, thanks, Spotify, it was a check for, like, a dollar sixty two. Well, yeah. being being indie too, like doing it on your own, um, you would get a bigger percentage than, like, you know, an established artist. Yeah, yeah. But it would still be peanuts. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how you cash in on Spotify check. Do you guys know who Desma Child is? This is my favorite Spotify story. He was uh, in the '80s a huge co-writer, songwriter. He worked with Bon Jovi and helped Aerosmith resurrect. Uh, helped share. I mean, he just his list of like. Number one, I mean, songs that he's co-written is... I mean, his own royalty check every month has just got to be enormous. Yeah. But, but he was saying that one month of streaming of, uh, I don't know, pick any Bon Jovi big one, you know, that one he co-wrote. Yeah, there you go. Blades like six, six million streams. Uh, him and... Uh, he had to split three ways. $120 with the two guys from Bon Jovi that he oh co-wrote away. Really? That's horrible. So six million, yeah. That's I'm, ridiculous. But so, yeah... But the point being is that you know a band, especially in your position, it, it could be very beneficial, especially as as you go out on a tour like this. You're getting some exposure to a crowd that hasn't seen you, and if they could go out and hit Spotify, and that would you know even result in like the radio play payoffs. You yeah, know, yeah. my my favorite, it's unrelated, but my favorite Spotify story. I can't remember the name of the band. I told you about this. Oh. There's this band to. Um, they were like an unsigned band, but they had a big following. And uh, they put an album on Spotify that was complete silence. So it was ten tracks of just silence. And they put like posted something like, hey, everyone stream this overnight, put it on loop. And they got up to like a couple million plays on it and got checks from Spotify. Just pulled a fast one on Spotify from streaming nothing. <laughs> Spotify, like, they got a couple thousand bucks. Wow. And they just took, Spotify, like, took it down and, like, tried to retract their money or something. I thought that was hilarious. That's great. Like, an artist pulling a fast one on Spotify and then the other way around. Uh, it, it takes someone like, I don't know, fucking Taylor Swift to get their attention, it seems like. Yeah, totally. But even that, it really didn't change anything, so. Um, well, we talked about the next record. Uh, have you started writing any music for it or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I'm always writing riffs. I'm always writing lyrics when I'm driving and shit. Every time I'm done driving, I fucking go in the back, take a shit, and fucking write lyrics on a notepad. <laughs> so when we get home, we're just going to piece it all together and make an album and write some more shit. And yeah. yeah. Is it, does it uh, generally start with you and then you kind of work together? Or do you have no real process? Yeah, or? for the most part, yeah. I mean, this so guy's shit's the guitar riff. riffs, like... Yeah, that's why you got to clean the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he, he like usually that. comes to the room. You're like, you know too much about band dynamics. Um, but yeah, that's usually how it works. He'll come with a riff, and then we'll all help with the arrangement, and he'll all kind of contribute to the vocals and stuff. The um, Power Trio is kind of making a little bit of a surge. Yeah. Um, do you guys feel like live? It, I mean... I've only listened to your record, so I'll find out tonight. Now, I'll judge and I'll tell you what I think, but do you ever find, like, God, a second guitar might help a little bit? or uh, Sometimes. I mean, because... For him, I feel like singing and playing certain things, it does yeah. kind of limit what we can have over a verse of a song, you know? Because you like, can only sing so much and play so much at mm -hmm. the same time, you know? Right. So... But, I mean, at the same time, it's so much easier dealing with just three of us. Yeah. And, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there cool. is a, a that's a pretty valid yeah. point. Every time I mean, you add a piece, it's one more to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and we're always op- we've always talked about being open to the idea of a third, a second guitar player. Sorry, but um, we just don't want to settle. You know, if the right person comes along and it fits and it doesn't feel forced, then we're open to it. If they're better looking than me, can play better than me, then we'll take them. <laughs> that really thins the hurt. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's when I'll settle. Actually, uh, I won't settle. That though. wouldn't be settling. Yeah, I wouldn't be settling. That's uh, what I choose or will choose. You ever? Uh, I, I might. I'm not sure what's there. Ed Roman guitars. Yeah, yeah, it's not there anymore. Yeah, they closed it down after he died. Yeah, well, so Wait, they he, had, he died. Yeah, he uh-huh. died like five years ago. Ed Roman died. Yeah. What the fuck? I yeah, they had a. Did you go? Have you been there? Uh huh. When they had the giant one, or was wow. it a small? It was one? a smaller one across the freeway. Yeah, so they had. That smaller one, I actually bought two of my bases there, but uh, um, the, they had one that was like four times the size of that before that, like right up, right up the street, and then they moved down to that smaller one, I think, after he died, maybe? Or okay. It was, I, I was there before he passed, but... Oh, like, you okay. need to go to Cowtown. Cowtown? Edmonds is okay, but Cowtown's where all the good vintage Yeah, is. Cowtown is like uh, the best shop in Vegas. I actually bought three guitars from Ed. Without really? ever going out to Vegas, just you know, like over the phone. Yeah. Like this guy, I'm really dating myself here a little bit. That's stuck in late nineties. <laughs> I bought my Jackson from there. It was like because it was a super eighties looking bass, and I loved it. Oh. Right on. We're talking gear about <laughs> Roman. Yeah. I never met the guy. I heard he was kind of an asshole. No disrespect. Yeah. yeah. I talked to him t- twice, and um, he was fair as far as business, but he did, he came from the East Coast, like Jersey or something like that. But he had. He, I, he had to be connected. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I, but I don't know. He he didn't send my guitars in the cases they were supposed to, and they showed up two days later after oh, I called. So they did a That's lot of awesome. good work in Vegas with the local music and all that. So I remember the, the guy who sold me my bass there used to be in that band, Great White. Oh, which uh, which bass player? I'm, uh, God, whatever. We're getting way off topic yeah. here. Uh, Brian, <laughs> what's up, dude? <laughs> He's like, oh no. Uh, well, um, Vegas and California then is the, yeah, the, the yeah. separation? Yeah. So you all must be huge hockey fans. Now? Yeah. <laughs> I just saw that they na- they announced the name today. Golden the, Knights. Yeah, Golden so Knights. So lame. Yeah. We're the Silver State. Why are they gold? Oh, I didn't know you were the Silver State. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. It makes no sense. I mean, but I mean it's cool. Fan, but... it's, it's cool. Like, I grew up there my whole life, so now they get a sports team when I leave. But. It's a cool spot. I'm just glad to check it out. And you're saying it's your first time in Minnesota? Yeah. Uh, all things considered, the weather's not bad right now. It's, it's not on? bad. No. What's up, baby? Oh, it's <laughs> perfect height for me to fuck with you guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mandatory leave this open all the time. Before I hit on a couple nonsense items at the end, what are, uh, what, what, are, what, is, what, are, what does the world need to know about them evils? Um, shit. We're here we're to just, have fun. Yeah, we're balls out rock and roll, and we're trying to do uh, what our heroes did, you know? Yeah. We're trying to live the lifestyle. We're doing it. And yeah. We're not, uh... We want people to... Fucking around. Come out and have as good a time as we're having every night. You're easy to find uh, just through a quick Google search? Themevils.com. It's a nice place to find everything. Spotify, Apple Music, Facebook, Instagram. I keep thinking he's like looking at me right there. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, 
All right, well, um, just uh, wrap up with a couple things. Like I said, the nonsense items. Have you heard any new, any updates on Kanye? Is he doing okay? I heard That's he was in, uh, in like, 5150, yeah, some yeah. shit like that. Uh, no updates beyond that. I'm just, I've got a Kanye fetish, and I just assume everybody wants to know. I, I mean, mean, I enjoy Kanye's music. Really? These guys don't. I hate him. I, I, like some I don't like him as a I like his older music. material. Yeah. Graduation Before he, it all got to his head. You're such a hipster. Huh? Just kidding. <laughs> if I was older, strong. <laughs> yeah. Well, his first three albums were great, and then I didn't really pay attention much after. You you hear a lot of that in your music too, by the way. Kanye. Yeah. yeah. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's a big influence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe like Those you. Those know, guitar riffs. So maybe tonight, say some nice things about like, hey, let's all say a prayer for God. I'm sure it'll go over <laughs> fucking so great. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.